Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Welcome to Fightful. It's Sean Ross Sap. It's January 1st, 2024. I don't even know where to get started. We have got so much to talk about. We are fresh off of AEW World's End. Um, the, the quick way to say it is support us by subscribing to FightfulSelect.com because we broke a lot of stories today on FightfulSelect.com. It's just $5 a month or $54 a year. And voting for the Fightful Awards starts uh, tomorrow. It's already up early access for Tier 2, but we're going to be talking about a lot of that. We're going to be talking about a lot of news stories, some that don't even involve WWE, but 
We've got Denise Salcedo here. Denise, how are you doing? Yo, man, I'm super excited today. I feel like we need to level up the energy, Sean, because coming off of WWE Raw Day 1, I'm feeling like this definitely feels like WrestleMania season. It definitely feels like we're just weeks away from the Royal Rumble. Uh, I'm excited, man. This was a good show. Uh, Three hours today. I don't know how. Felt like an hour and a half. I don't even know how that happened. But I really thought that today's show really flew by. And it was a really great week to kick off what is going to be uh, an exciting week in wrestling. And with all of the events that WWE has announced that's happening this week. Uh, Bear with me tonight. I am without Luis, the moderator. But if you want your question or statements read on the air, donate a super chat here at youtube.com slash Fightful. In addition to all the great content, the post shows we do, we do uh, news shows throughout the week as well. Uh, We had In the Weeds today where Phil Strum of USA Today talked about asking Tony Khan about some of the Chris Jericho uh, allegations and things that are floating around. Lots of great content. Alan Angel's interview up this week. But we are going to start producing some uh, interesting videos. The ones Maven did kind of motivated me. Because I used to do those types of videos here on our channel years ago. And I was like, you know what? Maybe we'll do some more. We got some long-form content coming. All kinds of good stuff. But if you want your question or statement read on the air on what honestly is going to be one of the most newsworthy post shows that Denise and I have ever done, ever, period, uh, get those questions in. You can also go to humperchats.com. That is our Streamlabs platform and ask us questions there. Uh, you will want to tune into The Hump this Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern as well because Jimmy and I are going to put a... I can't even say we're going to put a bow on it because Dynamite is probably going to be really big this week. And then Wrestle Kingdom is right after that. And then New Year's Revolution is right after that. And then we go right into MLW where people might go, MLW, they got WWE settlement money now. Yeah, MLW. Then we got TNA hard to kill next week. This is going to be so much fun to cover. Um, There was some not so much fun stuff to cover this past weekend, uh, but you guys can uh, check out my thoughts on that on the AEW World's End post show, as well as in the weeds today. I thought that Jeremy and Joel did a great job there, but Man, let's get into it. Joseph Correa says, Happy New Year's, SRS. Hats off to the referee for protecting Giovanni Vinci. Hopefully this isn't too serious. So we're going to cover this show a little out of order, Denise, as I remind people to get their thumbs ups. Uh, We are going to cover the show, again, a little bit out of order. And unfortunately, there was a spot very, very early in Kofi Kingston versus Jey Uso where Kofi Kingston caught Giovanni Vinci with a, a drop kick. And what it looked like to me was that Vinci's head bounced off the mat. Shout out to Sean Bennett, the referee, for immediately calling the doctor in, halting everything, and then the doctor said, nope, we ain't doing this match anymore. In a tag match, I guess you could have possibly gotten him out of the way and continued with Ludwig Kaiser. But I think all things considered, shit happens, and anybody that's watching that and goes, oh, they made the wrong decision. They didn't make the wrong decision. They made the absolute right decision. Shout out to that doctor. Shout out to the referee for protecting Vincey. Unfortunately, these things do happen sometimes. Was anybody out there saying this was the wrong decision? I saw some people saying they could have continued two on one. Yeah. Oh, come on now. I feel like I, here's the thing about that. Let's say they would have somehow ended up continuing this match in terms of like, 
uh, having Giovanni somehow continue in this match, it would have been like awful to see that. I know that somebody that you mentioned, I guess, a two on one situation, but it's like, I don't think that would be the right way to go about it. I personally feel that uh, this did not take away at all from the show. And hey, it's a freaking reminder that things can happen. Uh, I know everybody's always coming out here making fun of us for, you know, talking about pro wrestling or being pro wrestling fans because people are like, wrestling is fake and all of this stuff. Well, you know what? Real stuff definitely happens. And this was a scenario like that. And I thought that the the uh, the referee made a very quick and uh, good instinct call to, he did his job. He did his job in protecting Giovanni Vinci and Giovanni put out that tweet saying that he was fine. So it was very cool that we got a nice follow up yes. very quickly. So I'm sure they'll run that match back. So this weekend, again, tons of news stories. We will kind of get to the, the individual news stories as we get super chats and Humper chats about them. But what does it say that almost nobody is talking about this right now, Denise PW insider reported and fightful select was able to follow up with some additional details. Kevin Dunn's gone from WWE, effective immediately. Uh, Jonathan Corona says, who's going to take over for Kevin Dunn's position for production since she's out? Uh, he has been preparing uh, multiple people, actually, that have been training in that spot. I'm told it'll be effectively uh, sort of in the aggregate, where there will be an awful lot of people that fill in certain roles and things like that. I can't imagine. Well, it's not I can't imagine. There won't be anybody with nearly as much power as him in that role. He was grandfathered into that role from 40 years of being with the company. FightfulSelect.com this morning posted Nick Khan's very complimentary memo to talent uh, that was that was sent out. Today, there was a meeting. It was pretty much just a, hey, guys, we're going to do great things type of meeting. Not a lot to it, but... Denise, this was shocking. 40 years. And let's like there, there are a lot of a lot of things that Kevin Dunn has been responsible for. And the reality is the majority of which fans know about are the increasingly negative. How are you feeling about it? Right. So it's one of those things where everybody knows Kevin Dunn, but when it comes to the stories, it's it all pretty much is negative. I'm pretty sure that everybody here has a story that they have heard about Kevin Dunn, things that he has said to the talent or just the way that he has acted or and or behaved. So we all have heard the stories throughout the years, but regardless, it's one of those things where like we don't know, like not having Kevin Dunn in this role is totally new, is going to be new for us. And it's going to be exciting exciting though because i'm i want to get I want to see what a new fresh eye is going to look like. Now, of course, if you just you just mentioned it right now, if he trained all of these people, then there's probably going to be like a specific standard, a specific model that is followed. But regardless, when it comes to that role, everybody is going to have a different eye and a different vision for how they're going to shoot and present pro wrestling. So I really do hope that we get a, a fresh new set of things and you also kind of mentioned right now how there might be different people. And I think that part is very interesting because then we're just going to, we could possibly end up every week just seeing something, you know, slightly tweaked. And I think that's going to be kind of uh, crazy, but man, I'm, I'm curious to know why, why specifically? I know he's I, a Vince McMahon guy, but I want, I want to know the details, man. From what I understand, it's because he was not going to be told how to produce a show. <laughs> That's that's basically what I, I understood was that he was not going to be told how to do that. And 
to be quite honest with you, after that long, he was in the position to say that. But also, there are an awful lot of tropes that he embraced that made the show very difficult to watch. All the shakes, all the zooms, all the cuts, which have been scaled back significantly. We didn't need them. I remember uh, one time I was talking to a WWE wrestler, very, very respected for their ability to make things look good. And I said, why do they do a cut every time there's a strike? And they said, well, because they don't want to see us not connecting. And before I could even say anything to that wrestler, that wrestler said, in which I asked, why the hell are we wrestling on Monday Night Raw if you don't trust us to make this look good? Like, you, you shouldn't need all that to make us look good. Um, so, I mean, there's going to be a lot of negative things that people remember. I mean, you, you can look at two classic Royal Rumble moments that direction like that screwed up. Edge's return, AJ Styles' debut. Uh, now, I'm sure there's going to be an awful lot of positive elements of this that, that people will put over. I've collected quotes about Kevin Dunn for about a, about a year and a half. I was going to do a long-form feature on him. And I just shelved it for a while because the last two years got busy. I'm going to end up releasing those quotes in the, the upcoming months. But he's also a person who didn't get Billy Kay's humor. There's, we'll, we'll be talking more about that. I mean, there's we'll so talking. many stories. I, I feel like you can do an entire podcast on stories that have been told about Kevin Dunn throughout the years. Sheldon Jackson says, Jeremy Borash for Kevin Dunn's position. There's a lot more that goes into Kevin Dunn's position. Jeremy Borash is a name that sticks out because people know him from WCW and, of course, TNA and now WWE. He's he's the fancy name that people know, but there's going to be several uh, people that fill in those roles. D. Burns says, first night without Kevin Dunn, the open video package has a lot of uncensored blood. Is that a statement of things moving forward? I was told, and, and Bako5 says, blood on WWE TV. That's new. Uh, I was told that there would be immediate changes because he insisted on hitting the bricks immediately. And listen, he ain't ever got to work again in his life. That man, through and, and again, through hard work, ended up with the amount of stock and money that he had. Hard work and loyalty got him there. And uh, can say a lot about his production style, but there's there's a lot of respect to be given and had for that. And obviously, WWE felt that. Uh, my friend Gorilla Press here says, you saw the production in the women's tag team segment, Cinematic. Let's talk about that briefly. This was something we don't see a lot of. And Denise, I know it wasn't everybody's cup of tea. I saw some people saying, let's leave this in NXT. But one of the things that I liked is taking the show out of the venue. Um, and In fact, the, the one that really sticks out to me, even though it's probably not a good example, was like, I think D'Lo Brown beating up Mark Henry at a strip club. I, I remember that. I remember, you know, the headbangers and Crash Holly at, at the airport and, and the playground and all that stuff. And we saw Chelsea and Piper showing up at the club to confront Katana and Caden. I, I thought it was produced well. It looked all right. Like, I, I didn't mind this at all. I, I was glad to see us out of the, the ring. 
So for the people that said leave this on NXT, I disagree with that. And the reason for that is as somebody who covers NXT on a weekly basis, this has been one of my favorite things that I have wanted to see transition over to the main roster because they have used these, as long as they don't come off like cheesy, corny, bad acting type of stuff. I think that these special types of videos uh, that they do in different locations and all of that can add so much that is lacking when it comes to certain characters that aren't going out there and getting in-ring promo time that aren't constantly being interviewed backstage for the people that we don't really know what their personalities are or what they're doing i think that this is a really great creative way to showcase all of that and i have been wanting to see more of this on the main roster uh again as long as it doesn't come off as cheesy uh, i think they can make it very entertaining and i feel like when you think back like to so many different moments uh, i mean one of the reasons for example that like i I remember uh, being such a big fan of having uh, the hardcore championship defended was with because we would see different scenarios, different things happen, you know, people in hotels and, you know, all of these random moments that we saw throughout the time where people would get, uh, you know, where stuff would happen. And even as recent as the 24-7 championship, like that, that wasn't the very best, but there were some moments that were like, okay, we got something new and they would fight outside the arena or little things like that. Because I do agree with you when it comes to the change of scenery, it kind of once again tells people, oh snap, anything can happen because all of a sudden we're in a boiler room. All of a sudden, we're in the concession stands or, hey, we're at a club. Um, so I, I appreciate it that they did this. And I think it was a great way to show show the women do something different. And I would like to see more of this. Seb says, I hope Caden and Katana retain next week, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, they've got the, the rematch booked. Um, <laughs> we opened up the early voting for women's uh, for, for all the, the Fightful Awards. We opened it up for Tier 2 members. Right now, the leader of Women's Tag Team of the Year is Chelsea Green and whoever her partner is. Stop uh, it. Well, that's, she, I mean, she does, I, and she's doing really well. I mean, she's, I she's see, made I it disagree work. with that because I feel not, not with the part that you just said, but I disagree with that. It should be Chelsea Green and whoever she's with because she did mm -hmm. do good stuff with everybody, but the amount of time that we saw her with Piper and the way sure. that their polar opposite personalities really clicked very nicely, it has to be Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. If Chelsea won that award, I mean, she will have won last year for Women's Indie Wrestler of the Year and then this year with WWE won an award her first year in there as well. Uh, pretty cool to see. I, it's very interesting to see how, I mean, there are so many of these votes that are like down to 0.5% already. I'm excited when it opens up to all Fightful Select subscribers on Tuesday. Uh, Broadway Joe says, y'all remember when Kane had a dinner with Shane a week before he killed him? LMAO, I've got a soft spot for these corny segments. That's absolutely true. And listen, if you don't want to kill yourself cooking dinner, I got your solution. Hey guys, if you know me, you know I've got a busy schedule. That's why I'm so happy to tell you about factormeals.com slash Fightful50. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. It helps me fuel up and stay ready for breakfast, lunch, dinner, especially when I've got a tight schedule. Their fresh, never-frozen meals are prepared in two minutes and just keep you on the go. They also have these great lunch-to-go options that don't require a microwave at all. They've got breakfast options, snack options, dinner options, even high-end gourmet plus options. In addition to that, they have calorie-conscious meals, protein-packed options, 
and so much more. They also offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for the production sites and offices. Head over to factormeals.com slash Fightful50 and use the code Fightful50 to get 50% off. This is such a versatile meal kit. 35 plus weekly flavor packed fresh never frozen meals that promote a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences. That's factormeals.com slash Fightful50 to get 50% off. Factormeals.com slash Fightful50. Say 50%. Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark defeated Tegan and Natalia. So we're again, we're doing this out of order, but... This very clearly had time pulled from it <laughs> because of the rocks match. It was fine. It was very quick. It was a little awkward and abrupt at the end, but I mean, they had to take a bunch of time off on the fly. So I'm not really going to fault them for that, but uh, this is just a way of them establishing tag teams. But the, the, for, the, the format is very obvious. It's like to get one team ready, they beat the last team that lost the tag title match. And it just seems to be repeating and repeating and repeating. What'd you think of this? I'm really sorry, man. But after this, I was just on Twitter reading everything going on about The Rock. I was paying attention to that. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna pay attention to the match. And then the match ended. Yeah. I'm really sorry, but they were put in a spot where like, you can't like, based on what happened once we get to The Rock stuff, after that, I was like, bro, I'm sorry. I need a second to like really uh, get my brain back together and really think about what just happened. <laughs> sorry to the tag team match. What do we think are the non-Rumble matches at, at Royal Rumble? I could see Drew McIntyre and Seth running it back again. Um, Randy Roman. Randy Roman. Um, I mean, LA I think there will be... AJ. What is it? I'm thinking they're going to do LA Knight, AJ Styles. LA Knight and AJ. And then I I think they'll probably just do those. I think there will be four or five matches on that show, and that's it. There are so, four or five matches, or there's five or six matches when there aren't Royal Rumbles. So Yeah, yeah, you're I right. I think that's that's about it. Any guesses on free agents in either Rumble? Um, you think we can see Matt Cardona come out and do something? I would love, I would love that because, I mean, be, like they can't pay him what he's getting paid by GCW for one night, but I think he was booked for the Jericho cruise. And I, I don't oh. know if the Jericho cruise is it's around the same, it's the same time as the Royal rumble. Yeah. Yeah. Like that little weekend. Yes. So probably not then. Um, I would love, I would, I mean, listen, I know you're with me on this. I would love to see Sean Waltman get a rumble. Oh my appearance. gosh. Yes. Are you so kidding badly. me? I would like be so happy if I saw that. Uh, AJ Lee is one that I want to see there. That that's really badly what I want to see. That as would be very as, nice. Yeah. As far as free agents, free agents, like I I mean, I don't know if there's a lot of free agents that necessarily would would make sense for I mostly want to see NXT call-ups or not call-ups, but at least appearances on the on the Royal Rumble like yeah. we saw last year with the women and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Billy Kay just had her child. Just had her child. <laughs> Um, uh, Peyton Royce is pregnant again. So not there. Uh, you know what? If they had Sean Spears come in at 10, I think that would be, oh, a yeah, really, that really would be cool really one. cool. Yeah. One of my favorite live experiences was everybody chanting 10 at that, that Royal rumble. Yeah. I remember when, um, God, when NXT did a show, God, several years ago at the Hollywood Palladium, that was phenomenal. And that was the one time I got to see him there on NXT and getting to chant the 10 was very, very cool. Uh, by the way, yeah. they need to do another show at the Hollywood Palladium because that was awesome. 
Yeah. Ryan says, hey, Sean, did you think there was a difference tonight in production without Kevin Dunn? I did see a slight difference. Yeah, I did. And and it's going to be immediate, but also incremental. Also, do we get any new WWE re-signing news other than Cody? I told Denise about some right before the show. Fightfulselect.com on Tuesday. How about that one? Yeah, you will. Yeah, you will. I'm very excited. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you guys. There's going to be contract news all goddamn week on FightfulSelect.com. It ain't ending. It ain't ending. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to sit here at my desk, and I'm, I'm going to be like, and I'm going to be typing that shit up all week long. <laughs> There's going to be real good free agent news, contract news, all week long. FightfulSelect.com. Why, why should it's I, though, Sean, bucks. trust Fightful Select? I thought you just why? reported rumors and clickbait. Why should you trust Fightful.com? Well, I don't know, because WDB didn't cite us. They said, according to internet rumors. <laughs> we'll talk about that later, because there's, there's, there's a lot of misconceptions around that as well. Uh, but, man, yeah. That's too oh. funny. It was it was very funny. Like I couldn't even be mad. Uh, Ms. TV, and he's Hold bringing on. out twenty twenty four should be your goal to finally get Fightful acknowledged. I don't give a shit. No, okay, fine. Then never mind. Then I'm paying for my house. That's all I care about. No, but, but you know what I'm saying when they flash the little things and they put ESPN, Bleacher Report, Fox. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. I mean, it they, they've like done that. Fightful. They've done that with us before. I I mean, I'm hopeful. You know what? Honestly, if they allow us to get some acceptance speeches for the Fightful Awards from WWE talent, I would I would like that more than anything like that. And I, I, I don't want to spoil it, but listen, if Judgment Day wins Faction of the Year, our truth is accepting that award. <laughs> he came out for Ms. TV. And uh, I teased it before the show, and we reported it on FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business. little pat on the back there. Uh, CM Punk, who we did report, was uh, backstage, but not on the show, was not on, on this show. But the awesome truth was they reunited. J.D. McDonough, Dominic Mysterio lose to R-Truth and The Miz. Um, I loved everything about this. from. Wade Barrett saying the biggest head in the business <laughs> because JD McDonough hit a headbutt to this hilarious spot, Denise, where our truth tags himself in as a member of judgment day. And then he goes to hit Miz and he doesn't want to. And he says, I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> and Miz ducks out of the way. And J.D. McDonough gets cracked. Dominic also got huge boos. I saw a lot of people, and listen, a lot of people were hitting up me. Were those piped in? Were they piped in? I asked. I was told they weren't tonight. This person is very honest with me. They were honest with me last time when I got yelled at. I liked this. This you was harmless fun. 
You don't remember when I got yelled at for saying that they piped in booze for Dominic? No, they I don't remember you getting yelled oh at. My God, that from one who? night that- from people on Twitter or from WWE? Dozens of people. Okay, Dozen, oh, but you hundreds. meant Twitter people though, right? Oh, those idiots. Not not oh, anybody okay. that actually matters. That's no. why I was like, wait a minute, you got yelled at? What? No. Okay, that's no. what I thought was weird. Okay, okay. Well, Anyways, no, this time I was, I, I could tell this time because I know last time I was like, I can't tell when they do this piping in stuff. But this yeah. time you could specifically tell because when the boos were happening, you could see movements in the back from the people like doing the, you know, the boos. And it was all at the like the right timing. So I was making sure to pay attention to that. Plus, if any place it's going to happen, it's going to be in the 619 in San Diego. And that's why like part of me almost wished that he had this moment where he almost was without JD McDonough. Like I wanted to see Dominic Mysterio by himself in the ring, nobody else just to get this man booed. Like there's no tomorrow. But anyways, regardless, I liked everything that they did like before heading into the match because our truth, not even knowing who he was teaming with was hilarious. And the miss was like, dude, you're teaming with me. That was very freaking funny. But our truth saying that he was trying to do administrative work and PR for judgment day so that they can be liked was really, really good. But my favorite thing about this entire thing, this entire thing is how much our truth dislikes JD McDonough. Like he doesn't yes. want to tag with him. He want he successfully technically did remove him from the judgment day and BTW our truth is most definitely right when he says that JD McDonough should not be in the judgment day and it kind of irritates me that he is given that he lost the loser leaves judgment day match. So, I'm on board here with what they did here. I thought this was really funny. Um this was very very fun to see. This was just a lot of fun, I thought. Also, a lot of fun. Um, actually, Pavement Cut Your Hair says, do you think guests will back out of the Jericho cruise? Nope, I don't. I don't. I mean, you mean like people on on the cruise, like booked to wrestle? No, I doubt it. Um, I don't no. think anyone will, because if you're a guest on the Jericho cruise, I'm pretty sure that doesn't cost 20 bucks, bro. If I spent a good yeah. amount of money, my ass is going. And then when it comes to bookings, yeah. it's not a good idea to say you're going to be somewhere and then burn bridges. Oh, you're talking about more specifically with the Chris Jericho stuff. Ah, shit, well, that's different. Well, I mean, listen, as of right now, regardless of what you think, there are no specific allegations from anybody. There are specific allegations about somebody but not from somebody um right now it is very vague there's an awful lot of i thought it was horribly handled from start to finish miserably from the way that it was brought up to the way it was was or wasn't addressed all around but um listen uh I thought Phil Strum and Joel Pearl and Jeremy Lambert did a great job talking about it today on in the weeds I said uh, my piece on the World's End show, including, you know, I'm sure that Tony was just being absent-minded with the sunglasses and hat after it just got put on him, but still. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Well, not, not, not a great look. But there, I'll, you know what? I might hop on in the weeds Wednesday and talk a little bit more about it. But I, I think that until there are actual allegations and details that can be reported or even investigated in that sense, I don't think that you're going to see people pulled out of there. Um, and you can think they, that they should, whether or not you, you want to. And I, I get it. The Vep Jr. says, I want to see Cora, Tiffany, and Roxanne in the Rumble. I mean, Roxanne was in there before, so I wouldn't doubt that she was going to be in there or she would be in there as, as well. I want to see Tiffany Stratton for sure. Oh, my God. I would yeah. love that. Yeah. Will Chisholm says, uh, with Dragon Lee putting on social media, do you think Andrade will be on NXT tomorrow? So that uh, we're going to have an awful lot more on Andrade. Boy, that let me tell you, after Tom Brady says, is he the mystery partner? That that is a situation. The Andrade thing is a situation, a big one that unfolded and um, it, it got snowballed. Uh, I'll explain to you guys how all these stories snowballed 
from Andrade, Mercedes, The Rock. I figured out all those stories. And then the day one guy, it all snowballed from one little thing. And it, it's it's just so wild. Do you think Andrade is the, the mystery person tomorrow? He is expected to join WWE. I think it would be uh, fitting for him to, to have that spot. But I don't know if coming in on NXT is necessarily as big of a bang as if it would have been yeah. if he came back on Raw or SmackDown. So that's the only thing. I can see definitely why it would be fitting to put him in that match. But uh, I can only imagine that he would want to have his return to the company be on a bigger show. And Hushes says any surprises for SmackDown. I think he'd be a great surprise for SmackDown. I think that would be the appropriate one. And also, Zelina's on that show. They were a money act. They were yes. a money act together. And um, I, I just, there, there's an obvious natural connection feud with the LWO and the Latino talent that is featured on that show. Man, that, and, and that used to be the brand for Latino talent for, for a very, very long time. It really, really is again. Like, my God, there's so much good Latino talent on SmackDown. And we, here on the Raw Post Show. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> you, Sean, you. It's me. It's, it's me. you. You with your French Spanish. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do it again. Do it again. Hola. See, 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 see. Please, someone clip this. Please, I <laughs> beg me. of you. I need to use this from now on. Hola. It needs to be a GIF. GIF, GIF. Oh my God. I say GIF and people get mad at me. But I that's, know. And I get it. I said GIF forever because it's graphic image. But the creator of the file says GIF. So I'm like, who the hell am I, right? I say GIF too because I always forget GIF. So yeah. I say Jeff because I remember it most. Uh, well, who the hell am I? Oh, damn. Sorry. That super chat was supposed to get read. It says, any news on MJF status with the AEW? What's the likelihood it st he stays as opposed to leaving the promotion after being removed from the roster page? I've said it for months. I believe he's staying. I believe he re-signed. And I will reiterate the same thing that I've always said. MJF is the smartest person about this because he ain't telling his friends. He ain't, I don't even know if his dad knows his dad probably knows his dad runs a lot of his business for him, books, his flights for him too. Um, you know, I probably think that Tony mega Chris Peck, Steven Friedman and Alicia Atute probably no, no. And then a couple people in Korea. I bet Will Washington knows his ass wouldn't tell me, but I bet he knows. But I think that MJF is very smart about not telling anybody backstage, not telling anybody in the media, not telling anybody that he has re-signed. Because the reality is, we all have to say, I assume he signed. Because you won't find a one person that's going to say, MJF told me he re-signed. Because he's just, he's smarter about it than that. Now, I saw a lot of people saying, why are they trying to fool us with this? Well, guys, because they have a television show that they run every single week and they don't really care what you know on Twitter. They've got a TV show to produce. I mean, I have, I've had people who did literally these same things that are like, why is he even trying this? Well, because that's his thing. And if he's going to do his thing, maybe it'll hit. Maybe it won't. 
Will says, was it true that Kevin Dunn tried to get Vince not to push Becky because he didn't like the way she talked? That was the rumor. That was certainly the rumor once upon a time. And uh, if so, boy, was he wrong. Boy, was he wrong. I'll tell you where you won't go wrong. NordVPN. Buying pay-per-views on NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, all that good stuff, (laughs) any combination of the three, if they're doing a fight circus or something like that, this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys. Change your virtual location, pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the UK, in Australia, etc., etc. And you can get different interfaces. Maybe you don't like Peacock and you want to check out the WWE Network the way that it used to be, the way that it was designed to be, the easy navigation, so on and so forth. Maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials. Maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Even better, 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Uh, I actually got the uh, AEW pay-per-view this past weekend on Fight. 20 bucks as a result. Eloquent says off topic, but Julia versus Megan Bain was incredible. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen clips. I'm excited to watch it. Uh, I mean, Megan Bain's one that I think really benefited from going uh, overseas. Gorilla press stopping in to show some support and saying happy new year. Thank you so much. A reminder guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. We would greatly appreciate that. So, uh, We've got actually, let me make sure. Again, I'm doing super chats, humper chats myself today. So be be a little patient with me. Uh, but there were some good women's wrestling on this show, Denise. Uh, Becky Lynch, Nia Jax finally had their singles match. Nia gets the win in what I think is the best match she has ever had in her entire life. Now, I had some people scoffing at me when I said I think she's done the best work of her career. And I think that Becky can lead her to the best match she's ever had. Becky did lead her to the best match she ever had. And it was brilliantly laid out. You got your couple of big spots. You got Nia doing her finish and the Samoan drop off the top out of the manhandle slam. But the way that this was brilliantly laid out, Denise, was around the punch. It was around the thing that took Becky Lynch out of Survivor Series a few years ago. So they teased it early on up against the ring post, and Becky moved, and Nia cracked her hand. But then, what set up the finish, very, very similar to how another match got finished later on, Becky jumps off the top rope, and Nia catches her with a filthy uppercut. Like, not the straight that we've seen her blast Charlotte in the face with as a shoot. She hit her with a boom right there, then hit the bonsai drop, got the win. Becky busted open. I heard she wa- I heard she wasn't even upset about it. Like, like wore it like a badge of honor because it added to this story. Because why wouldn't she be busted up facing Nia Jax? I was shocked Nia won, but this was the best match of her career. 
So I got to tell you, I was not expecting to enjoy this match as much as I did. Now, granted, uh, I, I can't I can't sit here and tell you there's been a Becky Lynch match that I've disliked. OK, I can't even come up with that. So but point blank, I really I know a lot of people were like, oh, this feud, you know, we're finally getting this match. And I kind of felt sort of left out here in the sense that I wasn't as excited as maybe the next person was. And so I was like, oh, whatever. When this match started, I thought, okay, cool. It's kicking off the show. That's great. And as this match progressed, I found myself staring at the computer being like, oh, snap, this has been very good. So you mentioned the uh, story of the match and, uh, you know, her trying to punch out Becky Lynch and, you know, I'm going going back to breaking her nose and all of that. I thought that the moment that she, um, that Nia Jax punched the, 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 the ring post, dude, that was kind of sick. I thought that that was executed very, very well. But there was a lot that I really liked. Like Becky just like ramming her head into the knees, uh, uh, the back of the knee of Nia Jax. At one point, she just kept like ramming her head in there. I thought that was a really good, uh, really, really good um, spot. The uh, Samoan drop off the top of rope. Dude, and then going into the near fall, that was really great. I was a big fan of that. Um, when she eventually hit, when she hit her with the, uh, when she got her with the fist and freaking took her lights out and then um, went with the annihilator, I thought that was really good, man. It's like a slow motion annihilator, but she still nailed it very well for what it was. So I was completely shocked here with Nia Jax winning. I was not really. I don't really know why, but I wasn't expecting her to actually win. But when she did, I wasn't upset, but I was so shocked by it. But now I definitely think that they need to have another match and they definitely need to make it some sort of street fight, some sort of stipulation, last woman standing. I don't know. They need to do something because now that it's gotten to this point where she got busted open. Uh, we had, of course, the, the nose breaking years ago. They have to make this uh what did they have to make this ugly would, you know like it's got to get ugly like, and violent i kind of would like like a knockout only stipulation i think that would be cool uh but I, I just love this match it was so good becky lynch she had a kid and she came back better than ever and just keeps getting better and keeps getting better and they are about to have to throw so much money at her Denise, I mean, this is the wild thing. Like, between Charlotte, Mercedes, and Becky, I posted this on Twitter. As far as on-the-field earnings, they're going to be on, like, the top list. Not the top, but a top list of female athlete earners on the field. Again, not considering endorsements, which make up a ton for other people. Their on-the-field earnings are going to be in the millions, the multimillionaires per year and they deserve it. And stuff like this is a, is a brilliant example. Why I've loved how they went back to this. This match didn't have a title, didn't have anything, but it made day one feel bigger because it's a long-term thing that we never really thought we were going to get back to. And shout out to Nia Jax for working her ass off, getting in better shape, working harder in the ring and putting on a good match like this. I thought this was really great. I also thought that the merch, uh, sorry, the merch, uh, the gear that she wore today uh, was by far her best gear. I thought it looked really good. It was very nice. Uh, I thought this was her best gear so far. 
What are your Royal Rumble predictions four weeks out? I was leaning Becky and Punk before tonight. Now I'm leaning Bailey and still sticking with Punk. I'm still with Becky. I'm still sticking with Becky. And uh, for the men's Rumble, that's the one that if I had to pick right now, it'd be CM Punk too. Yeah. I don't think it should be Punk or The Rock. I think it should send a message that full-time people who have been around are the ones that will get that reward. And I'll talk a lot more about that later, but I still think it'll be Becky. Ted says, just a shout out to my new son, Dominic. He needs a fightful onesie. He's watching the show right now. Congratulations, Ted Gruber. Good friend of mine on the birth of his child. Uh, Dream Ninja said, setting up Nia versus Rhea at Rumble, you think? That would make a lot of sense to me. Because I could see Rhea hitting the second rope riptide for the win there. I I think that's actually a very, very good idea and makes an awful lot of sense. Michael Keane says, just going to ask every Monday till it's a yes or no. But any updates with SummerSlam to Cleveland? Uh, The last I heard, it was supposed to be in Cleveland. I figured they would announce it if it was finalized. But uh, again, you never know until it's finalized. I can tell you a couple years ago when I think it was Money in the Bank was in Las Vegas and it was up against uh, it was up against something, uh, a big boxing match. There were people in the company that were still pushing to move that show. So thank you for ke- making me or keeping me company while I'm making signs for SmackDown. I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to try to swing by that post show as well uh, with Kate and Alex on Friday because it's the New Year's Revolution edition. It is a huge, huge week. Big man, week. I haven't made a wrestling sign in years. This took me back, man. Uh, I, I think I was like, 12 the last time i made a wrestling sign so damn now i have a little bit of nostalgia feeling gonna pat ourselves on the back again for fightfulselect.com duke says mercedes watch is in full effect the rock causing more cody speculation uh this is quite the week and year ahead of us what is your hunch on when and where you expect mercedes to appear so fightfulselect.com reported on friday and i'll go ahead and tell you guys now how it happened I would say I intercepted <laughs> intercepted a memo internally that touted former WWE champion going to be on Raw. And then after I got that confirmed and posted it, I was very surprised Triple H said anything. Very surprised that he even addressed that. Um, I wasn't surprised that they would hype it up, but I was surprised that they even vaguely referenced what we referenced. And... After that, I had people saying, well, who is it? And I was like, well, I, I don't know. It could be Bob Backlund or Sasha Banks is what I said. And then I got a, a call from somebody high up in WWE, and they said, it ain't Sasha, and I'll tell you why. Because we were negotiating with her recently, and it was very friendly, but we were far apart on terms. I reached out to a couple more people in WWE, and they're like, yep. And then I thought about it, and I thought, why would they tell me that? Why would they admit to that? I know a lot of people are like, huh, you just you just run with anything. Haven't you considered? Haven't you considered? They might be telling you because, no shit, Sherlock. I'm always thinking about why people tell me things. That's part of it. You got to wonder about people's agendas. You got to wonder about why they would readily admit that they are not talking to a major star. That's because somebody else is, and somebody else is closing in on a deal 
FightfulSelect.com reported today that one month after it appeared that AEW and Mercedes Monet was not happening, that people within the industry expect her with the company. I And I'm going to make this clear. I cannot confirm that she is signed on the dotted line. And until she signs on the dotted line, it's always a maybe. Brian Alvarez says he expects her to debut on Wednesday. There have certainly been some chatter about such a thing. But she is expected to go to AEW. Until the ink is on the paper, you never know what's going to happen. But she's expected to go to AEW. Denise, this is major major and Hassan says crazy to think how far women's wrestling has come there's wrestlers making more money than pro soccer ball and tennis players yeah uh this is huge I I would expect it fairly eminently because I would imagine AEW one wants some positive publicity two wants to disrupt some of the the buzz going on outside of the company right now this is this would be enormous so I have been thinking for months and primarily it was her appearance at All In. And even kind of before that, I always kind of had the feeling that she would be choosing to go with AEW uh, if she did. And I have been hoping for it, honestly, for the last couple of months. And I know there's a lot of people and I honestly don't blame them, but there's a lot of people that didn't really want to see her in AEW because of the way that the women's division has been. And mm -hmm. it, it hasn't been getting, you know, the best of best reviews. And we know that. And so I totally understood why people really didn't want to see Mercedes go to AEW. But I have said like a zillion times now in my podcast that I truly believe that Mercedes could be the game changer in AEW. AEW. I truly believe that she could be the ingredient that will change that women's division and just, um, you know, continue to expand it and grow because they do have some really good names on there. Of course, Tony Storm is freaking killing it. Uh, she is one of those people there. Uh, uh, Hikaru Shida is phenomenal. And I do they think just got though, back Serena and Thunder Rosa. Right. But I do think that they needed somebody that has the star power that Mercedes has to really, really change things in AEW. So I feel like this is a huge, this is a huge possibility. And when it comes to, when it comes to, you know, what's been going on right now, because you just said, you know, uh, there's been a lot of buzz right now. I think primarily for WWE, a lot of positive buzz. And there's been a lot of negative buzz right now. I don't even want to say, I don't know if it's buzz, whatever. Negativity yeah. counts as buzz sure. too. But a lot of the conversation surrounding AEW, I feel has been a lot more on the negative side. So they need a win. They need a win. And this could be it. This really could be it. Mr. Acosta says, happy that Mercedes is about to get paid. But after seeing tonight's Raw, I don't see how she'll be booked better in AEW. Sorry, I don't trust TK. If you are spending whatever amount it takes to get Mercedes, you better book her all right. Now, that being said, they paid an awful lot of money to keep Miro, and he wrestled like 10 times in two years. I guess we'll see. I would uh, I would feel like really bad if that was something that happened. If Mercedes went to AEW and she was not used properly, I would yeah. think that would be one of the biggest uh, fumbles <laughs> uh, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I would hope not. 
Reminder, guys, FightfulSelect.com, just $5 a month, $54 a year. We reported that story as well. Do you expect WWE to announce U.S. pay-per-view locations soon? Well, SummerSlam would be the ideal one. Um, I don't know what dates they have. I think they've got quite a few already set. Let's see here. Yeah, they've got their April-May shows already set. So, yeah, it'll be about time to announce June pretty soon. And I would imagine that to be a U.S. date. Uh, With Charlotte injured, who faces Bianca at Mania? Mm. I feel like... They definitely have options. I know that they have worked a lot before already in the past, but I would like it if we did see Bailey and Bianca. I wouldn't hate it if we saw them run that back again. Mm-hmm. Plus, Bailey also deserves her big WrestleMania moment for sure. Um, so I would not hate that if <sighs> they went that direction. Um, I don't know. Is there anybody that I'm not thinking about right now? Not off the top of my head, but there might be some people that emerge. <laughs> Gabrielle says... Not surprised AEW needs her more than WWE. They do. They do. I mean, and Mercedes can be transformative for a division. Yes. Okay. Any idea what Triple H's announcement is and any word on what it is with CM Punk being involved at something major? Uh, FightfulSelect.com reported that CM Punk was backstage today, by the way. Uh, But I have not a clue as of right now. Not a single clue. Do you have any like predictions? So what I saw people saying on social media, or at least people throwing out predictions, people were thinking about like TV deals, announcements, stuff like that. Um, Because what's something that we would need to know or that we've been waiting on? Has there anything, for example, like with AW, we're all waiting for the streaming platform. What are we waiting on with WWE? I mean, their TV deal for Raw, I think they would announce that they... First off, I don't think they would announce it at 8 p.m. at night. Right? Doesn't it seem random? They would announce it while probably the stock market is open or right after the stock market closes if they don't think it would react favorably. Um, A special event? Another special event? A new special event that hasn't been done before? Possibly. Yeah, I mean, I think announcing like a SummerSlam location or something like that could be big. And listen, if they got CM Punk... You could announce like a big Chicago location. All of a sudden, you're not doing Cleveland anymore. If CM Punk is there for SummerSlam and you want to announce like a big Chicago location or something, I think it could be a major pay-per-view date or something like that. Sean says, when does Jade show up? I'm hoping the Rumble. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. Let me check our Super Chats and Humper Chats. Dan says, if you do a hard G for GIF because of graphic, how would you say JPEG knowing the P stands for photographic? Team GIF forever. That's a Why good are you point. you trying to confuse me? That's, that's a good Wait, point. so what should we be saying for JPEG instead? I, I don't want to say it because people will be able to clip it and it will sound like a slur. Um, so I'm not going to do that. There we go. Anyway. Sorry, anywho. there's question marks in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> just bump like a little bunch of question marks. <laughs> uh, Rahav says, this will be my last super chat. Here's my next money to fight for. We'll finally go to a select subscription. We do much prefer that. And if you want to ask questions, you get to on the Q and a show every single week and not just my Q and a show every other week. Grapsity does one as well. Like we give you as much as possible. Jimmy, Jimmy, that greedy son of a bitch said, 
you know, what do you think about lifting the price to five ninety nine? I'm like, Jimmy, I don't want to do it. That's what I said. And just, I just want you all to know if that ever happens, I said no. But anyway, he says, Happy New Year, SRS and Denise, from your number one follower on Facebook. You two rock. Well, you rock. You could be like Netflix and Amazon and all of these like apps because all of them have raised their price. Like that's why I don't want to. That's why I'm like, you know what? We are so goddamn inexpensive that almost everybody can get in the door. I'll never fault people for not subscribing and stuff because I've been there. Like sometimes you got other shit to pay for. But uh, if you're not a jerk about it, I won't be a jerk to you about it. Like I don't even know what I'm paying for Netflix right now. Did that already go up to twenty dollars? Yeah, it's expensive. I need to check this stuff because I have it on auto payment. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm paying. I think Liv returns by the Rumble or at the Rumble. I heard some special ring intros for Samantha tonight. Any chance to push back work? Can't be a coincidence. The higher up nixed it, and when Dunn leaves, she does it again. You said it, not me, pal. Um, we are going to find out next week when Chelsea Green comes out. That is That is when we will know for sure. Uh, but yeah, good question. In Simmons says, if AEW signs Mercedes and fumbles, I think this could be a nail in the coffin for that division. World's End show. They're missing a great ring general like that. Can bring out the best in everyone. No, WDB screwed up the women's division so many times in the past, and they still salvaged it and ended up having very good women's divisions. So uh, yeah, I, I don't think that's a nail in the coffin or anything. Plus, she has an opportunity to kind of, like, make history here. And by that, I mean that she went here and she, like, I don't know, five to ten years from now, we could be like, wow, AEW's women's division is phenomenal. And then be like, oh, when did this happen? Oh, when Mercedes went to AEW. You know? I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, they've already picked it up. I mean, Tony even talked about it on the media call, how everybody stepped up. Broadway Joe says it's not just about booking her. Dynamite has about 15 minutes for women every week. If Mercedes dominates that time, it's a failure. Build on it. No, I so I think – sorry, son. You know what? Go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. I think that we would see a situation where it's like every week you have your Mercedes bit and whatever she's doing, and then you have your regular – the rest of the women – on the show, and then bam, we go from like one thing a week for women to all of a sudden more than that. I think a lot of, I mean, I think that they saw, even if they didn't expect it going into it, collision a couple of weeks ago when the the viewership went up when they had women all over the show. And we know that AEW at least tries to perceive collision as, as an A show, even if the viewership doesn't reflect it. Put more women on that show. You can do it. You can do it. Speaking of, Ivy Nile belongs. She absolutely belongs. She uh, lost to Rhea Ripley. I, here, here's my one qualm. She should have gotten a win leading to this match. She should have won a match to get this match. But she is like a sawed-off monster. She is just like this little powerhouse. I believe every single thing that she does. And I'll tell you a thing that I really like there was a spot where they very clearly weren't on the same page. And we have seen Rhea Ripley not be on the same page with Maxine and it looked horrible, but we saw Ivy like correct. And she's like, Nope, we're not stopping on this suplex, buddy. You're going over, you're going ass over tea kettle and just heaves her. They beat the brakes off of each other in a very good way. The finish was so good. Ivy Nile on the top rope 
jumps off, catches a filthy headbutt and a riptide. Ivy Nile proved that she belonged in the ring, Denise. Not just in the ring. With with Rhea Ripley. Dream Ninja says it was fun. The finish was amazing. Love Triple H trolling with the gender build <laughs> or gender uh, situation. But Ivy delivered, Denise. So there's, I got to be honest here because when we were seeing Ivy Nile on NXT, she was never like bad, like ever, but she hadn't had like a real big feud. She hadn't had like any like a real match where you thought, oh my God, like this is incredible in-ring work. She was just kind of going out on a weekly basis, whatever they would have her out there. She wasn't even like consistently wrestling on the show. Um, She was primarily, you know, having backstage segments with the Creeds. And so I was a little bit concerned because I'm like, wow, we didn't really get to see that much from Ivy Nile on NXT for me to say that she is going to go out there and have this crazy good match with Rhea, right? So I was not really expecting what we got here today. I think that Ivy Nile, I don't know what she did, man, from like the last time we saw her on NXT to this here tonight, but whatever she's doing it, whatever she's doing, she needs to keep doing it because I feel like I saw way more from her in this one match with Rhea Ripley than I ever have in anything she did on NXT. And keep in mind, like she wasn't doing bad on NXT, but we just didn't get to see all of this. Her uh, German suplexes, phenomenal. Her uh, strikes that she had at one point, phenomenal. Um, There was so much that I freaking loved that she really showed here where all of a sudden I'm going, I need to see more of Ivy Nile. I feel like you can, um, like by the end of 2024, hell, maybe even sooner, she can start really climbing up that ladder in the women's division. Of course, there's a lot of women there. So, you know, the competition is hot and heavy, but uh, I thought there was a lot of really good stuff in this match. She looked great. She killed it. Uh, Loved, loved, loved the win. Um, I'm sorry, the win, the finish um, with Ivy going for that crossbody the headbutt from Rhea Ripley uh, and then the Riptide. I mean, it was phenomenal. This was one of my favorite matches, like along with the match that we were talking about earlier with Nia Jax and Becky Lynch. Those were some of the highlights in terms of in-ring wrestling aside from the main event. This was outstanding. And you want this out of Rhea Ripley. Like I can tell you that personally, I looked at Ivy Nile like a year ago and I was like, she's ready. She's already ready. Everything she does look good. But you want Rhea Ripley, you want your world champion to be able to have matches with people who have barely had matches on the main roster and have killer matches. Ivy Nile was not going to win this. She was never going to win this. But that's not the worst thing to happen early in your career, as Will Chisholm says, make Ivy the the female Taz. I agree with that. John Cena (laughs) lost a world title match very early in his career. Brock Lesnar on a pay-per-view. You need that. Because now you can see that at the start of her career, she could carry it in the ring. Imagine how it's going to be 6, 12, 18, 24 months down the line. Just wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. Man, we're talking about a world title match before we're talking about a Cody Rhodes promo and Nakamura vignette. There's a reason for that. Seth Rollins defeated Drew McIntyre. Kick-ass match. Kick-ass match. A pay-per-view quality match. Wish I could. I would like to see it without commercials as well. Because commercials ate up a lot of it. And Drew seems motivated. 
for what? I don't know. I don't know if he's gotten his new deal yet. I don't know if maybe he's not getting a new deal. The guy seems motivated to prove a point. Damian Priest tries to come in and cash in. Cracks Rollins with the briefcase. I thought this was masterfully played. But Damian kick or, or Drew kicks him. He's like, no, no, you don't. Gets back in the ring. Claymore on Seth Rollins. Pins him a little too hard and his toe hits the rope. Seth Rollins comes back, wins. Drew's livid. Seth is elated. Damian Priest is foiled. This was good old sports entertainment, Denise. I liked this. I, I like that we've seen a Money in the Bank winner cause some mayhem on the show. That's what I like out of that. Bro, I bit into that near fall like it was a bagel with cream cheese, man. Holy smoke. So I had one of my friends text me earlier in the day and was like, oh, I think Drew McIntyre's winning today. And I was like, Psh, you're crazy. Like, What are you talking about? Come on now. Then this moment that you just talked about with the cash in coming in, uh, uh, Damian Priest smacking Seth Rollins in the head, Drew, McIntyre, Drew McIntyre going in getting that Claymore. I thought, oh my God, this is how he's going to get the win. When he went for the cover, Shauna, I thought it was over. I thought it was over. I think the way that the, the whole sequence of events happened that my I wasn't focusing on how how close or how not close Seth Rollins was to the ropes. There's so many times where in pro wrestling that's a little bit telegraphed where they land in a certain spot and you're like, oh, he's so close to the ropes. He's going to put his foot up or his arm up or whatever, right? And this time I like – forgot the just when he put his foot up on the rope I had on the rope I had this like gasp moment of oh my god I thought it was over here and even though I went into this knowing full well that Seth Rollins was definitely winning but I bit very very hard uh on that and that was a really really great way to um close out this show and of course Seth Rollins then afterwards getting him on the uh getting him with the pedigree onto the commentary table the stomp oh, afterwards I mean it was a great way to be like nah I'm Seth Rollins biatch and I'm winning this I'm retaining my championship because I'm going on to bigger and bigger things but Drew McIntyre is doing the work of his lifetime we say that every week but he truly is do you think Priest will succeed with his cash-in? I don't know if Priest will even get to cash-in. Like, it might be Cody winning it from him and then cashing in. I have no idea what's going on with that. I feel bad because I feel like when we're talking about WrestleMania, when we're talking about the Royal Rumble, when we're talking about all of these big things, I feel bad that we're not really mentioning Damian Priest in this conversation when he has a real big uh, uh, piece of the puzzle, which is the Money in the Bank briefcase. And I I feel bad. It's just one of the situations where you have people coming in that all of a sudden you're just a little bit more intrigued in. Well, guys, if you want a little more intrigue in this weekend's games or any wrestling shows, check out Bet Online. Hey, guys, I'm here to tell you about BetOnline.ag, the official betting partner of Fightful. It's not just an online platform. They've been trusted for over 25 years. They boast a focus-on-the-player approach and have built their reputation on offering their clients nothing but the best. From cutting-edge technology to enticing promotions and the latest sports betting odds. Whether it be wrestling, MMA, boxing, or football, baseball, basketball, or racing, anything you can think of, 
All major sporting events are covered by betonline.ag. Fast payouts, highest credit card acceptance industry-wide, safe and secure online environments, and their live betting feature allows you to bet on your favorites weekly and easily and in real time. BetOnline.ag. That's where we're going at Fightful. That's where we suggest you go as well. That's where we get all of our odds at. BetOnline.ag. Only bet what you can and please bet responsibly. Right now, you can get bet online odds for this weekend's MLW uh, show, Kings of Coliseum, as as well. But I had somebody <laughs> that said that they, as a result of of our bet online promotion, uh, bet on who was it? Eddie Kingston won the Continental Classic, and they effectively paid for their New Year's Eve drinks off of our advice, which made me very happy. Or maybe it was Samoa Joe. I think it was Samoa Joe winning the title. And then another one told us how they used Bet Online, and they won with uh, the very, very crazy ending of the Detroit Lions Dallas Cowboys game. That's got to feel good for people who won that one. Joel Wood says, besides Andrade, are there any other, any other print, pending free agents, male or female, you see choosing WWE in the next few months? Seems most will be choosing AEW. Yeah, there are. There are. That's all I can say right now. I'm going to nail down a confirmation enough to report probably for tomorrow on FightfulSelect.com. Joel, I know you subscribe. I know you subscribe. Uh, Will Chisholm says, as a person who lived through NXT 2.0, I'm so proud of Ivy. She was great. Yeah, she really was. Dan V says, Drew looked stupid with essentially causing his own rope break. That's 12 title losses in a row with U.S. title, tag title, and IC title matches. Damn. 12? 12. No Once way. Cassidy one time was on like 9 or 10. Like it was it was a lot. It was a whole lot. But I think that's going to play into it, the fact that Drew cost himself the title. Jay Miller says good singles debut for Ivy. Gave the match time to. Could have used the Creed's music for Ivy instead of the generic garbage music. I hope that's a thing that they change soon because this music is ass. It's always ass. It sucks. It's I don't even so remember bad. the song, which tells you everything. If you don't remember it, it was not good then. You're going to remember something that's good. Rock hard Joel Wood says, with, you know, uh, actually, you know, here's here's one. Julia, I think, could be, uh, could be head to WWE, but says, uh, with them probably losing out on Mercedes, Deanna, Julia, uh, and The Rock taking Cody's mania spot, a lot of my positivity has dwindled. It hasn't yet. I'm I'm going to remain cautiously, cautiously optimistic because I think that this regime is a little bit smarter. I think they're they're a little bit smarter. K775 says, how do you feel about Nia beating Becky? Do they do a rematch at the Rumble or down the road? I think down the road because I think Nia against Rhea at the Rumble is actually the the right match now. Denise right, Rhea- even though she said, Nia said that she was entering the Rumble, but obviously if you could uh, skip past having to go through, you know, 29 other women and just go straight to the title, then yeah, of course. So, so, so then I'm wondering, like, why would they have her go out and say that she's entering the Rumble and then all of a sudden she's wrestling Rhea at the Rumble? Yeah. I don't know, maybe they just forgot, who knows? So Denise, you know how earlier... I mentioned that finding out about the WWE champion thing 
led to me finding out about the Mercedes talks. It led to someone in AEW thinking that Andrade would be the thought maybe be the day one surprise. But I actually found out that Andrade was finishing up with the company because of a report I had about Cody recently. I reported that WWE is looking to nail him down long term. Now, I know there are other outlets that have claimed that he signed a, a deal in October. That isn't true, and that came straight from straight from the source. It was offered in October, and the deal is going to be signed imminently. Uh, but Jonathan asked, did he sign? Uh, he hasn't. Uh, we've got Ryan saying, you're still reporting that Cody hasn't re-signed yet. As of last week, he hadn't re-signed. He says, should I pack my I like Cody sign for Wembley Stadium? Nope. <laughs> says, joking aside, I'm worried WWE might not be trusting and pushing their younger and women talent at the top of the card. We are certainly getting there. Um, Matt Logan says, Julia said this past weekend she's not in any rush to leave Japan. That's fine. Mariah May told Stardom she wasn't going anywhere. Uh, Jade Cargill said that she was happy in AEW. They're workers. So, anyway, back to Cody. A lot of people in WDB thought that Cody had already signed a deal because he got a new bus. But you got to start that process way, way ahead of time. So, a lot of people thought that. And you don't actually get the bus in the contract. You agree to an amount that covers the bus in the contract. WDB doesn't, like, give you a bus. But then I had people going like, well, Andrade's going to come back and Charlotte's not on the road. Does he get the bus? And I'm sure. <laughs> I guess it's up to Charlotte if she wants to give him the bus. Well, it also depends. Or loan him on, the like, bus, rather. You, you, you lease the bus. So you lease it for a certain period. You don't like buy a bus or anything. That'd be ridiculous. But you lease it. And it depends on like, when's the lease up? You know what I mean? But that's how I found out about the Andrade stuff. And then, you know, you keep going down the rabbit hole. And you find out Nick Khan's sitting there with The Rock. And then finally somebody from WWE is like, okay, it's The Rock. It's just, it's wild how all this stuff unfolds. And we are going to have a lot more on the Andrade stuff on FightfulSelect.com. But as FightfulSelect.com reported, WWE wants to nail Cody down long-term. It's going to happen. He's not going to AEW. Unless something catastrophic happens. And who knows, Denise, maybe that catastrophic thing walked through the door today. So Cody had his segment with Shinsuke Nakamura. Nobody wants to talk about that. Sorry, it was fine. Jinder Mahal walks out, and it's a great rib. Uh, yo, TBH, Jinder Mahal was cooking. He wasn't lying. JM says Jinder should have been in the thumbnail for the laughs. Javier Duncan says, when Jinder came out, I spit my drink laugh, laughing so hard. All-time great troll. Most situations like this, Denise, I feel this like, oh, in my stomach where I'm like, God damn. Did my scoop let somebody down? I didn't feel that for a second. There was no chance that Triple H is going to acknowledge some bullshit that this guy put on Fightful Select for Jinder Mahal. It ain't going to happen. All due respect to gender. All due respect to gender. Uh, Tim says, I was completely upset when gender came out. Then The Rock comes out and cuts a great promo. 
Wasn't sure if he had it in him anymore. Let's talk about it. Gender cuts a promo. Says that the Iron Sheik was right, and people here just don't like him because of what he looks like, where he's from, how he talks, etc. It was, it was a very tame Muhammad Hassan promo, is what it was. It was very similar to that, and it was, I look different than you, so you don't like me, and it brought out the Rock. Huge pop. He said some things. None of which really mattered, but it was, you know, you don't have any balls. You're a douchebag. Um, a very 1999 promo, a, a PG 1999 promo said Baywatch was bad. Said people don't dislike gender because of how he looks. It's because he's an asshole. Listen, there are some people that are going to go, hell yeah, brother. That's what I like. There are going to be other people that are like, we've seen this the last five times he was there. You can feel how you want to feel. Wrestling to me is better when I can write about The Rock because he gets more attention. Before we get to the last line, Denise, what did you think of all this? Gender, his promo, The Rock, his promo, all this. All right, so just to highlight some points here. All right, the first thing that I thought was that I've already, you know, noticed this a lot in Triple H's media scrums. And if you listen to Triple H long enough, you can tell he's he's, he's very professional, right? He's very strictly business. But the dude always throws in some, like, funny gems where, like, you can tell he likes to have fun and make jokes and has a good sense of humor, right? Like, you catch it here and there. Dude, <laughs> I died laughing my ass off Great. with this because they had and I this is how I should have known something weird was gonna happen because they had Samantha say uh I forgot the exact wording but she said something along the lines of oh it's time for the WWE champion and I thought that's kind of weird if it was the rock I would just feel like yes. you would just hear the song so the second she said that I thought that would be a really weird way to introduce the rock so then they did a really good thing. And this, whoever was running the cameras at this point, whoever was calling the shots, did a very good one because they had the shot on the on the crowd, right? And everybody was like this with their phones, ready to like get the picture, get the video of the rock. And all of a sudden you hear the little gender song and i swear there was a guy in the audience that my eye caught right away and dude went oh like that like that was the dude's reaction and i freaking thought first of all my my first reaction was no they just did that oh my god what are they thinking here and then i was like oh yeah obviously at some point he's gonna come out do his little spiel whatever the hell he's gonna say the rock's gonna come out um but i just thought that this was so freaking funny because i visualized triple h in the back with his little headset going <laughs> you know just laughing at this swerve so finally when um the Rock comes out. It's this big, oh, thank God moment. Uh, but I will say this. Like, there were a couple things before we get to the last line that I did like. However, this kind of took a little long, I think. I think it went a little longer than it yeah, kind of. about seven minutes longer than it was supposed to be. Yeah, it felt long where I thought, okay, when are we going to get to the point where he, like, gets rid of Jinder Mahal and says the reason why he's there? And the best parts, though, of this were, one, that Baywatch was catching strays. Like, he buried that movie. I don't think I've ever 
seen anyone ever bury one of their movies the way that he did. And so and so that was the funny thing. Uh, of course, him doing the little song where he was singing and he made the balls joke. Everyone's going to laugh. Ha ha. That was great. Anytime The Rock sings, I'm on board with that. And um, yeah, but it really wasn't until that final moment where I thought, holy shit, that's it. Let's get to it. It is the topic that you guys are chatting about, super chatting about, humper chatting about. We're going to spend some time on this. It'll be one of our longer Raw shows we've done in a while. I'm sure Denise is elated. Uh, Brady Thompson says, just book flights to Perth for Elimination Chamber. Chances we see Roman or Cody versus The Rock or Rock at Elimination Chamber. And you might go, well, why the hell would he be at Elimination Chamber? Well, guys. At the end of this promo, Roman said, I'm going out tonight in San Diego. Should I sit at the bar or should I sit at the head of the table? Brian says, my second time asking this, will The Rock push WWE to open more tickets to Mania? And he asked that again. If The Rock is there, yes, probably. They will adjust an awful lot of things. Now, their set is already in production. They're not like going to scale back the set or anything. But um, the big question is Roman versus Rock. Josh says next year's Mania. I think that's possible. Adam Casper isn't surprised uh, that, that The Rock appeared on Raw since he was in Pasadena in game day. And yeah. Fightful Select reported it. Nick Calm is there hanging out with him as well. Jake Salazar saying what a lot of people are thinking. As a punk fan, I feel for Cody and his fans. We've been rock blocked before. Ooh, rock blocked is a good one. It's super lame. Vincent says, since the rock is a factor with Roman now, they can do Cody versus Andrade at Mania, and they can redo the flaming table spot. People are getting their jokes off. Brent says, rock versus Roman at Elimination Chamber, not Mania. Bala says, calling it now, there's no chance on earth. The Rock works, uh, reigns at Chamber. How likely is Cody going back to AEW now? Very unlikely. Very unlikely. What are the odds Roman Rock happens at Elimination Chamber? If I had to guess based on what Rock said, that's where it happens. Cody and Drew are going to wrestle at Mania as a consolation prize, huh? Says Parsoth. Zach says, Randy beats Roman with Rock's help for the title, setting up Roman versus Rock and Randy versus Cody for the title at Mania. So we're going to start tearing into these. And that's one that I think maybe there's a path for. And I'll sort of explain why, because there's an awful lot here. Caden says, I get Rock versus Roman as a Mania match, but everyone who will be here in the years to come is Cody. So do Rock versus Roman at Chamber. Have Cody win a Chamber match to face Roman. Roman is losing a Mania moment. No SummerSlam. <sighs> Mr. Andrew jokes, how long do they give Cody versus Drew at Mania night one? 15, 20? Maybe they have him come out on night two and announce the attendance? So. Goddamn, there's a lot to this, Denise. First off, Elimination Chamber. Dan says, I want to believe that Rock isn't facing Roman for the title at Mania, but The Rock's not coming back for Elimination Chamber. It is annoying where I don't care about it, and Roman shouldn't be the champ. Now, there were some rumors 
The Rock could pop up at Elimination Chamber that was in the news in Australia. But as Broadway Joe says, WWE doing the biggest match of the century at 4 a.m. USA time is peak comedy. Gamer is a funny dude. I find it hard to believe they would do that match at 4 a.m. Eastern, Denise. In February. Sean, when I saw people on Twitter saying that The Rock was going to have this match with Roman at Elimination Chamber, I thought, that's it. The world's officially lost their minds. I'm sorry, but this is just not where I would think the uh, – this match is a big deal because it's a money-making match. Yes. A money-making match. This is marquee, top of the top, highest is, highest it gets. This is not a match. For Elimination Chamber. I'm sorry. I yeah. think that would be a huge slap in the face to put that match on Elimination, elimination Chamber. And I, I, don't like, I like Elimination Chamber. I'm not out here rooting against Elimination Chamber. But let's exactly. be real. You do not put The Rock versus Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber. You put that You put that baby on WrestleMania. So I was actually a little thrown back by how many people were putting that on social media. And I thought, man, I must have like miss something here i'm sorry i just didn't see that as something of a possibility we're gonna discuss some paths phil says you think they could go for rock versus roman cody triple threat at mania and have cody still win in the story that way okay so when you look at paths for things to happen there are ways i see a lot of people talking about drew okay well if drew wins the title from seth then CM Punk is not main eventing WrestleMania because CM Punk versus Seth Rollins without the title isn't a WrestleMania main event. That needs the title to main event the show. It doesn't need it to be on the show, but Seth Rollins versus CM Punk needs it to main event. Maybe they could throw Austin there. If Austin is on the show, Austin main events WrestleMania, period. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is finishing the story might be a little bit like CM Punk. CM Punk's finishing the story isn't winning the main event of WrestleMania. It's being in the main event of WrestleMania because he's never done it. Cody Rhodes is finishing the story is winning the WWE championship. He never said it was against Roman Reigns. He never said it was in the main event of WrestleMania. Guy never said it was at WrestleMania. Specifically. Now, I can tell you that one of the times that I asked him that, I get the infamous picture of Pharaoh, which is what he does to me when he doesn't want to answer my questions. And I would say, is that a prerequisite for finishing your story, being at WrestleMania? I didn't get an answer to that. I got a picture of Pharaoh. <laughs> would it mean a little bit less for him to finish the story on like a match two from the top? Perhaps. Could he do it against Randy Orton and there be a good story? Perhaps, but also there is significantly less intrigue in Cody Rhodes beating Randy Orton for the world title because everybody would know it's going to happen. If Roman Reigns is the champion, people would at least possibly believe they might just pull this bullshit again. Why might they pull that bullshit again, Denise? Well, because you see a lot of people saying, maybe he can pass Hogan, blah, blah, blah. Pass Hogan for what, first off? There ain't no record there. Bruno's got the record. The Hogan thing is just passing Hogan. Okay. If you can do the Rock Roman Reigns, I know a lot of people are like, you got to do it. 
But the fact, Denise, that there are so many people now, after years of us getting teased about it, that are just like, no, you guys kind of had your chance and you just blew it. And one year you did Rock and Brock, in, or you did Brock and Reigns again instead of this shit that would have made a lot more sense. And I will die on this hill, Denise. I will die on this hill. The Rock versus Roman Reigns, first off, is a WrestleMania main event, objectively. It does not need to be a world title match. In fact, I think it being a world title match takes away from the intrigue of the match. Because Roman Reigns, Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, Solo Sokoa, Paul Heyman, and even Sami Zayn have worked their asses off to make the ultimate prize in a Roman Reigns versus Rock match be the lay around the neck, the head of the table, the tribal chief. That is the prize. The prize of being the crown jewel of the family that includes the Usos, the Head Shrinkers, the Wild Samoans, Yokozuna, Three Minute Warning, Umaga, Rikishi, anybody, everybody that has made that family. Um, your thoughts on all of this and the possible paths and what you think happens. I realize I just ran it, ran it for quite a long time. No, but there's a lot to kind of get into with this. But I'm going to ask you a question before I, I continue any further. Sean, what to you is the biggest WrestleMania match? What is the biggest WrestleMania main event that they can do with what we're talking about here? Is it Rock? Rocky versus, Co- Rock it, if you want eyes, it's Rock versus Roman Reigns. Okay. So that is why I think we definitely, first of all, need to have that match happen at WrestleMania because they need, they just had this big merger, man. They're going to want to do whatever it takes to get the most eyeballs and, of course, make the most money. And that is the biggest money making match. How they're going to do this, I don't know. Because, of course, you have uh, my prediction prior to CM Punk coming into WWE was Rock versus Roman night one. Rock, sorry, Roman versus Cody night two. That was that was the prediction that I had been going with now for a while. However, the monkey wrench in all of this is CM Punk coming into this now. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, okay. Well, we need to accomplish a bunch of things at WrestleMania. You need to have yeah, Cody we, finish his story. We were talking about Rhea and Becky main eventing, and now it's not even in, in no. the, the realm. No, and I'm sorry, but, you, you know, it's like, okay, so you have a bunch of things you want to accomplish. One, you want to accomplish seeing Cody finish his story. Two, we need to get Rock versus Roman. And three, we need to see CM Punk have his main event. And it should be against Seth Rollins. Unless it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> okay, whatever. How do you... How, you're muted, Sean. You muted yourself. And then if he comes back, everything shifted. Yeah. So all of a sudden, this makes it complicated now because now you have more things you want to accomplish. So I feel like the thing to do is just go with what needs to be done. Go with what needs to be done in order of importance. So order of importance... Fudge kind of depends on the person because you don't have CM Punk come back to WWE and then not have him in the main event of WrestleMania. I'm sorry. I'm almost thinking we get... I am almost thinking we get CM Punk, Seth Rollins in the main event and Roman. Nope. 
I'm thinking night one. How okay, can how about they do this? it all? How I about don't this? like how about the this? idea. I think I got it. I think I got it. I think I got it. Okay. How Go about night one? I got to close my eyes for this and visualize it. <laughs> night one, we do uh, Seth and Cody. No, wait. Oh, hold on. I had it. I had it right now. All right. Never mind. Never mind. You think about it for a second. Think about it for a second. But here's my issue. The Rock was sucking wind after hitting a spine buster and a people's elbow. He was breathing heavy. Phil Wyatt says Rock versus Roman and Cody versus Cody would be best for Mania with Cody winning night two. Punk wins Rumble main events night one with Rollins. There's no point in doing Rock versus Roman unless one person wins and one person loses. All right. Cody pinning one of them isn't helpful. And also a guy like Randy Orton pinning Roman Reigns after all this time also isn't helpful. The person who beats Roman Reigns needs to be the top guy moving forward. All right. How about this? Night one. Rock versus Roman. Okay. Main event. Night two, the main event is Seth Rollins, CM Punk, and you get Roman Cody before that not main eventing, but you still get to see Cody Rhodes finish his story. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I'm trying here, Ro- man. Listen, here's, here's what somebody says. Possibility of Roman pulling double duty with Cody finishing the story night one and Rock versus Roman night two. I don't think you should ever assume that somebody's going to be able to work both nights of WrestleMania. I don't think you can do that. Now, listen, there's a very terrible way they can go about it where Cody has the Money in the Bank briefcase. (laughs) Somehow, like maybe he faces Damian Priest at Mania for the briefcase, and then he cashes in after Roman has beaten The Rock for the title, and he closes... Hey, look. So you get an advertisement. You get everything. <laughs> listen, listen. You, do you have to advertise Cody Roman again, considering that this, that was the WrestleMania 39 main event? This is Maybe me trying. This is like a lot of getting your cake and eating it too. God. And I'll tell you, here's the thing. This is a wonderful problem to have, Denise. Oh, yeah, of because course. We were talking for 10 straight years where they're like part-timer, whether it be Brock, Taker, Triple H, Batista, that they had in a main event of WrestleMania. Now, they don't need that. They, quite frankly, CM Punk, they don't need him to main event. If Rhea Becky had main evented night one, and then Punk, or then Rhodes and Roman main evented night two, and Punk had never even came back, we'd be fine. We'd be okay. But now, Becky Rhea completely out of the equation. Punk and Rollins now in the equation. Roman Rock now in the equation. This is insane. Uh, Brandon says they might be setting up Rock Roman uh, for SummerSlam, not Mania. Possibly. And you know what? If they did that... It has to be WrestleMania, Sean. I will say this. It seems interesting to me that they have not announced SummerSlam yet because SummerSlam was supposed to be in Cleveland at last I know. But with Punk showing up, maybe Chicago, maybe a big thing there, there there are ways you can do it. I can tell you one thing, based on what I saw out of The Rock today, I want him to have plenty of time to get into ring shape for whenever he faces Roman, unless that match is going to be 10 minutes. And listen, if that match is going to be 10 minutes... Maybe maybe Cody cashing in isn't such a big thing. 
All right. All right. So here's the other thing. So you said it doesn't have to be at WrestleMania, right? This is not the the part that we need for Cody's story, right? I mean, ideally it would because the, the, the grandeur of, you know what I mean? Like the, the grandiose aspect of all this. All right. So that's it. We have it settled then. I'm sorry. It's going to be rock and Roman at WrestleMania, whatever night. And then, uh, Seth and CM Punk, main event WrestleMania, whatever night. Yeah, but and then SummerSlam. Man, Roman the Rock, just, the Rock just is doing shit all the time. Remember when he rolled up on Triple H and was like, hey, buddy, me and you? Well, yeah, we'll have to do this again. Then he just didn't. How about the time he agreed to do this match with Roman Reigns, then just didn't? No, like, that's happened. it. I've made up my mind. I made up my mind already. Roman Cody at know. SummerSlam. That's it. Patrick says, I missed the three-way dance style of a match with the elimination. You can include more people in a main event, but you can still present a one-on-one match at the end. Yeah, I do like that. I wish they would do that more. But these days, Patrick, why they do that is to get one person out of a pin. Listen, somebody said, you said Cody's story doesn't need WrestleMania. Why can't Cody Roman happen at the Rumble? Well, because he's already facing somebody else at the Rumble. They're doing a big match at New Year's Revolution for that. Um, So that's why. SummerSlam in my SummerSlam in Miami, perhaps Rock versus Roman. Rock retires. When the Rock loses to Roman, he will retire almost certainly. Cody Roman at EC, then Cody Randy at Mania. I feel like if you do, I feel like it telegraphs it an awful lot if you push it up like that. I've already told you my answer. That's it. I'm already set on that. That's my prediction. Emily says, SRS, I adore you, but as a Priest fan, stop putting Cody in the briefcase uh, into the universe. I I would love nothing more than Damian Priest to win the world title. I I have been a fan of Damian Priest since he was Punishment Martinez in ROH. I've always loved that guy's work. I was saying back then how good he was. Uh, and, and he's aware of that, too. We've had some really great interviews and stuff like that. Uh, you can go back and find like us talking about his South of Heaven choke slam from like 2018. But I could see them using it as a, as a tool there. Seth Punk night one, Rock Roman night two. Why can't Cody just finish the story at WrestleMania 41? Daniel Brown, uh, my friend, you can go square to hell. What? Oh, wait, I forced me. That's what I'm Another saying. Another year? SummerSlam. SummerSlam. That's what I'm saying. Let's just do SummerSlam, damn. I'm cool with that. Because if it does feel, it does feel like if you do it at WrestleMania again, it almost feels like you're redoing your homework. You know, like you yeah. failed. You got to redo it again. Try to get, you got to try to pass this, you know? Tamel says, do you think the dusty finish happens at Elimination Chamber and they make a story of WWE refusing to give him the rematch until SummerSlam? How? How? Cody is on Raw right now, guys. So he has to, A, win the Royal Rumble, or B, win the money in the bank for it to even make sense. Now, I think there are some elements of Nick Aldis screwing with Cody that could be interesting because they have history. Uh, Mania looking like the UFC 300 card with all these potential matches. Yeah. Uh, By the way, go to BetOnline AG. Get all your UFC betting odds. Uh, We got... Cody Cena at Mania would be a decent replacement. I I simply cannot wait much longer for Cody to finish this goddamn story. You can't wait till August, maybe even end of possibly, July. So there, let's just July do it at SummerSlam. That's it. 
possibly. You know, you know what's funny? We're acting like we're the ones booking this show. Like as soon as we've come up with something, it's we're gonna hard, go put it in man. the books. We're gonna go put it in the books. Listen, Will Washington. We already solved this. Oh, Will sorry. Washington, if you're watching this and you don't want to deal with bullshit like this in your everyday life, working for a wrestling company, just come back to Fightful, and and do, do this instead. Although, I don't know, this might be tougher than what he's got to do these days. In <laughs> Simmons says, the problem with the SummerSlam is The Rock can start a movie, Fast 11. It's a huge movie. Don't know when they start filming. To me, they wouldn't do this ahead of WrestleMania without it being at WrestleMania, right? Yes. Sorry you guys are wrong. Moneymaker for that day, but it will halt Cody's momentum. Fans don't want to wait another year. Roman completed or competed 11 times. They can't redo that. Eddie... I am with you 100%. However, I'm telling you what I would do. I would find a way for Cody Rhodes to win that title at WrestleMania this year. That's what I would do. And I say just do it at SummerSlam. Bro, we got to keep people interested past WrestleMania. You know that people always dip out after WrestleMania and then they come back again for WrestleMania season? Roman does not need the title. He can face The Rock. He can face Jimmy Uso. He can face Solo Sokoa. Then he can face Sami Zayn again in his six or seven matches he wants to do this year. Roman beats Rock at Elimination Chamber. Solo turns on Roman due to Rock's defeat. Cody finishes the story. I was out with the Elimination Chamber part. (laughs) Sorry. I don't think The Rock and Roman Reigns need a world title. I think it telegraphs the finish. Ultimate Swerve, Cody uh, never finishes the story. Triple H still salty over <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Wait, put the tweet back up. Wait, put the super chat back I, up. I already, I already went okay. away from it. Was it. What was his name again? There was it go. Oliver or Daniel? Yeah, I was like, thinking Oliver. Okay, Oliver's Daniel. <laughs> sorry. Daniel Brown, I want to give a second. He wins super chat of the day. I'm that was sorry. Good. That was hilarious. That was good. It popped me. <laughs> He's like, you're not going to smash my goddamn throne. <laughs> Sorry, Denise. Rock versus Roman at SummerSlam. No, 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 no. Mania match. No, no, no. It's a mania match. Sean, based on what happened, does Cody still sign that contract? Also, is re-signing for WWE that you're talking about one of their top free agents? No, it isn't. But yes, I think Cody is going to remain with WWE. He is the WWE logo now. He's what Cena was. He is their guy. He's so good with them. What about the confetti in the rafters? I saw that, but I didn't verify that. Somebody tweeted me that. Wait, what am I missing with that? I missed Somebody that. said there was confetti in the rafters, but I didn't get to verify that. Jake mm-hmm. said Cody's going to beat Walter and come back with the white title. I can't wait to see that match one day. To me, when Cody wins that title, the first guy is Gunther. The first guy that he faces is Gunther. <laughs> I was about to say, okay, what if they do Cody? No, sorry. Brock Lesnar versus Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. I, I want that at Mania, too. At WrestleMania. The main this event, too. The, you know what? This, this, ha- this show's going to have 50 main events. I'm done. This has the opportunity to be the most loaded WrestleMania ever. Any word on Brock's status for Mania? No, but I hope he faces Gunther. Let's go, Nets, F-A-E-W-W. Come on. Don't, don't say, I don't care about that stuff. During the end of the Kia Forum show in L.A., Cody ended the show with a promo saying the next time WWE comes to L.A., he will be wearing gold. Uh, He's probably going to find some of Razor Ramon's old chains then. I was Um, about to make the same joke, but hey. (laughs) 
Cody finally <laughs> wins the title. Then Damien cashes in the briefcase and ruins the storybook ending. Oh, I could for sure see Cody losing the title almost immediately. I could. Oh, come on now. That would be such a dick move. I'm sorry. No, come that on. would be so messed up. Cody versus Priest at Elimination Chamber for Money in the Bank. Have Cody cash in like Seth did on Roman night two tier- years ago. Just give him the belt and end the story already. So here's why I think that might not happen because it might. If people will be able to say, well, Roman didn't lose. He, he wrestled somebody else and all that stuff. It wasn't. <sighs> and Cody's a baby face. Cody Roman at Backlash in France. No chance, S. Taylor. No chance. They are not going to be doing that with Pierre S. Cargo out there in his little rubber ducky suit. Ha 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 ha. Not going to happen. He's going to be like, Je suis la vite. No, he ain't finishing the story in, in France. What, Denise? I'm out. You don't know what that means? No, I don't speak French. Well, I do. I only know we go. and I think... I don't know. Someone could correct me, but isn't do you speak English something like baklevous anglais or something like that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't speak French. I only know I do. We and French fries. Everybody there, everybody that's listening knows exactly this guy knows what I'm talking about. This guy <laughs> knew exactly what I. I meant. do like French food though. Then pesto snails be bomb. Thomas says Punk versus Cody at Mania, and thank you to Maximania for. Uh, the, the super chat that does not have a message. Daniel Brown says, I'm down 25 bucks booking something. I have no say in booking. Uh, let's go Mania Night 3. Uh, <laughs> they, three they've night already Mania. promoted the two Manias. <laughs> yeah. Let's go a week because Gunther and the women deserve it. Yeah. And <sighs> by that was that logic, all that reference? Yes, that it was logic. all that reference. What, Denise? Sorry, just to add to the super chat that was saying all of these WrestleMania main events. By the point, by the time we get there, the whole entire card would be main event worthy. So then, in that case, you would just have a month, a, a Saturday show and a Sunday show. No, a Friday show, a Saturday show, and a Sunday show, and it would be a one match card. Literally, at well, this by, point. By the time we're done with this show, I'm gonna need to sleep, and thank God I've got Helix. When I'm traveling, the thing I miss the most is my bed. That's because I've got a Helix Sleep mattress. I worked with Helix Sleep before it ever became helixsleep.com slash Fightful. During the pandemic, I needed a new mattress. My back was hurting. I was sleeping on a slab of memory foam. It was not working for me, but I didn't want to go to a mattress store. I wouldn't have wanted to even if it wasn't the pandemic at the time. But I looked up and found helixsleep.com slash Fightful. And I found a ton of five-star reviews. I found a ton of benefits. There are so many different options. There are options for, for people who sleep too warm, people that want their spine aligned, people who want just anything. And how, how, do, you, how do you find what you need from helixsleep.com slash Fightful? You take an online questionnaire, and when you fill it out, they will find your preferences and match you up to the mattress that works for you. I got the Dusk Lux model. And right now, you can get 25% off any purchase for a limited time using the code FIGHTFUL, and you get two free dream pillows. I've had a lot of neck issues, and helixsleep.com slash FIGHTFUL has really helped me out in this regard. It's been put over by Wired, GQ, Good Housekeeping, all kinds of people, most importantly, FIGHTFUL. 
but they have over 30,000 five-star reviews. They have great flexible financing plans, and it comes straight to your door. If you don't like it, after 100 nights, they'll just come get it for you. What do you have to lose? Invest in your sleep. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Is this our longest raw post show ever? It's one of them. Yeah, I mean, four. I've I've ran four reads during this. So we're going to get through these super chats, guys. Is MJF a real free agent, yes or no? I don't believe so. Any Raw or SmackDown scheduled for MSG? Nope. Uh, but him winning the title in the, the building, Dusty almost went it in, would it be an option if not at Mania? Listen, um, and any update on the Mania 41 location? I heard Minneapolis. Uh, last I heard, Fightful Select had reported that a while back. I feel like a major pay-per-view has to be it. I don't think it can happen on a Raw or SmackDown. But... Do we need a title on the line? What if Roman loses to Randy at the Rumble and Cody wins the Rumble? To me, Cody versus Randy, all due respect to Randy, telegraphs it so much. It makes it say, here you go, Randy. You're a transitional champion for Cody. And also, if I'm sorry, but if you're going to have Randy beat Roman for the title at Mania... Just find a way to get Cody into the damn match and have him beat Roman himself. Because there is no benefit to Roman Reigns losing to Randy Orton. Punk versus Cody at Mania. (laughs) Boy, that would just screw everything up, right? Triple threat. I don't think it would work. Thank you, Justin Rum and Maximania. There are no messages uh, attached to these. I'll, I'll try to see if maybe Justin had sent one, but I don't believe that he did. Uh, tied to that super chat. But thank you. And hey, if you guys want to get your super chats and humper chats in, we are certainly headed down the home stretch. How about SummerSlam in Yankee Stadium? Well, I mean, it would have to go around the Yankees' schedule, which would be very tough. Who does Cody face at Mania if not Roman? <laughs> I don't know anymore. I'm, I'm done. I mean, guessing. probably. Probably Randy. Okay. Any idea with the Triple CM H? Punk, but CM Punk's busy elsewhere, possibly. Yeah, he'll be with Rollins. <sighs> Ryan says, do Cody versus Roman Elimination Chamber get the belt off? And then, listen, I'm fine if... I, I think that doing Cody versus Roman before Mania telegraphs it... Uh, Rock could have could have done this a long time ago. I'm just saying. Chris said, have any idea what the Triple H announcement on Thursday could be? I feel like it could be Mania 41 location. It's overdue. Yeah. And I mean, I had reported a lot of these locations before, but the fact that they haven't been officially announced. And as I say, it's never official till it's official. They can always switch it. What about LA Knight beating Roman Cody versus LA at Mania? Again, there is no benefit of LA Knight, Randy Orton, Anybody else beating Roman for the title before Cody? At least with Cody, you know for the next five, six years, that's the guy. That's one of the top guys. You don't know that with these other guys. Royal Rumble, Punk and Cody remain number 30 if you smell. And you know what I'd love? If both of those sons of bitches clothesline him right over the top rope immediately. Get him smooth the hell out of there. What you know, what chance do you give of WWE getting Julia? I would say about 50%. I think they got a pretty good chance, Will. 
Whew. Am I crazy for thinking the whole Rock sitch increases the odds of Roman dropping the title before Mania just so they'll try to avoid repeating punk rock history? Yes, I think it does increase that chance. But as I said, the only person that should be beating Roman Reigns for that title is somebody like Cody, not Randy, not nobody else over 40 needs to be doing this. Real talk, Mercedes better get booked properly in AEW because their fan base will not accept anything else. Just saying. Yeah, they won't. And I was having a conversation with somebody today, and I said that I believe Sasha Mercedes attracts a type of audience that not only just wouldn't watch your show, if not for her, probably don't watch a lot of wrestling besides her. Not not that that's saying that that's exclusive, but she certainly caters or, or cultivates a very unique fan base that I don't think can be replicated. Cody finishing his story at Mania or Rock Reigns. It is legit 50-50 right now. I hate to do that as a cop-out, Joel, but it is. A real Mania weekend would be three nights. Book it. Oh, brother, could you imagine? Seth Punk night one. Roman Cody night two. Cody wins at Mania. They do Rock Roman at SummerSlam with no title involved. No, I think that I would prefer to have Roman Rock at WrestleMania than Roman Cody. What about at Raw after Mania to make up for the terrible Fuck Raw off. after Mania we had last week? Go I know. I'm swear kidding. To hell. I'm well, kidding. You know what? We've solved it. Cody versus Tyrus at Mania. Oh man, are you kidding me? Take my here's my bank account information. You swear. I was flipping through channels the other night and I saw a Tyrus New Year special. Oh, you watched that thing? I heard about it, but did you watch I, it? I turned it on for about twelve seconds and I was like, "Well, I would rather go." Uh, go put my head uh, in front of a moving vehicle. Hey, so what did you see in those 12 seconds though? Nothing. Him hosting something. That's it. And, <laughs> and Kennedy, the girl that used to be on MTV. Brandon says, do you think there's a chance that rock beats Roman for the belt? And then they do the SummerSlam match, which would be rock versus Cody. <sighs> no, I think they have to protect their current investment. Rock has to lose to Roman. Rock has to acknowledge him. Now, I think the feud can be great. The Rock can say, you were never the head of the table. I've always been the head of the table. That's why I've been giving you bit parts in my movies and saying, like, I've, I've always been the provider of this family. Just because you're here doesn't mean that. So I just think that's the most important thing. You think we still see Becky versus Rhea at Mania? I think it could yes. main event the Australia show and then they could run it back at Mania. No, I like to see no at WrestleMania and then uh not as a main event, but definitely at WrestleMania though. I think she they can main event Elimination Chamber. But if they were getting the main event, that would be awesome. But not like any other spot though. It, it would have to be the main event. <laughs> Cody wins at Mania and hits the Liberty Bong. Uh yeah, with uh Benjamin Franklin from How High, for sure. Cameron Penny says Cody takes the money in the ba bank case night one and cashes it in night two. I think that could be interesting and says, what's the problem with Damien cashing in on Roman and Cody takes the title from Damien? Because the person who beats Roman needs to beat him clean, in my opinion. That's why. That's why. Daniel says, Rock Roman, way too much money to not be at Mania, period, the end. Everyone else has to fall in line as much as it might not be the popular move. 
Well, the fact is that it's not a popular move is the issue. Because Triple H straight up said, we're not going to do things to spite our fans. This is just one of them where I'm like, oh, what are we doing? It's 1 a.m. right now. Rock versus gender at Mania. I did tweet that. Rock has to lose to Roman the way that Punk loses to Seth. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that. You need to establish these are the guys. When people tune into WrestleMania to watch and they go, wow, Stone Cold and Punk and Rock, you need to establish, oh, these are the guys you should be paying attention to. Will says, SRS, what do you know with WWE working with All Japan? Because they added another match with Regal's son. It really isn't. Is it really impossible for WWE to do something with stardom? It's not impossible. I'm. I, I had a story I was going to run until the Mercedes stuff on Friday, and I'm going to put some more touches on it. And hopefully within the next week, it's out. I know people have been asking about it, but free agency kind of took priority over that, and uh, I don't think it's impossible. I don't think it's impossible. In Simmons says, "No way they're bringing back the Rock for Chamber. It's Mania or nothing." I feel so bad for Cody though. That title. Feels connected to Roman. And it's very important, I feel. I would love to see that element worked in where Cody goes full Tanya Harding. Oh, God. Goes, That's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> Brian Wenzel, thank you. Cody Roman night one. Roman Rock night two. Uh, buddy, you're missing out on that CM Punk thing. They signed that CM Punk fellow and main eventing WrestleMania is very important to him. Even if it's a money match, Rock Roman is too predictable because everybody knows Roman's going to win. But that, to me, that's not the point, though. Like, to me, the point is that, like, this is a, like, a match that we never thought was actually going yeah. to happen. And these are such two big names. And it's going to be crazy just to even see them across the ring from another. And I, I think it's more so, like, just seeing it happen is is the, is the, is the, 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 the thing that makes you want to see it. You just want to see it. That's it. Yeah, and I think that putting the title on it does make it predictable. 1 a.m. It's 6 a.m. in the UK. <laughs> Danny says, what if Rock Roman happens a week after Mania at UFC 300? Rock has a massive relationship with UFC. It's all in the TKO umbrella. Danny, I appreciate the super chat, but you're a real shithead for doing this at 1 in the morning to Should've me. Should have lived in the West Coast, bro. It's 10 over here. I'm chilling. Oh, my God. <laughs> we, we've done good tonight. I'll say that much. Brian says, why do people care if Cody completes the story? The Rock has more money in winning, just like Mania 28 when he won. Curious as to why there'd be another option outside of Rock Roman for WrestleMania 40. Because Cody Rhodes has been one of the biggest financial success stories for wwe in quite some time he is a merchandising monster right now he is so good for the company and you sons of bitches will not stop sending super chats <laughs> where are you all on fridays orlando says what if the rock turns heel and joins roman uh we still get cody versus roman at mania I don't want to see them join up together. This needs to be uh who's gonna be of that who is gonna be the head of the table. There's a reason why The Rock said, Oh, should I sit at the head of the table? By yeah. the way, and you know where I thought he was going with that? I thought he was gonna mention something about pie. <laughs> That's I, I thought it was gonna be something like that too. <laughs> Sean, have you tried Molly lately? I've never had one. I'd love one though. You should come over. Come over and I'll have my grandma make you some. Okay. 
Blue Chew says those who cheer for Cody preheat their microwaves. You could preheat Ra- your microwave? Yeah, I guess. I didn't even know that. Ra- Ryan says if Cody was the guy for WWE like Cena, he'd be main eventing Mania, no questions asked. Instead, we're trying to fit all these circle pieces into the square holes of night four of a buy one, get one free extravaganza. Ryan, that isn't true. This is different because Rock is quite literally one of the most famous people ever to live. He's the most recognizable person on this planet. I Googled it. There you go. KW says, I'm as tired as SRS. One of the biggest factors is Rock's availability. He has to work around his schedule. If he's available for Elimination Chamber or Survivor Series, not Mania, you do it then. Yeah, and I mean, it, to me, you don't set it up this early unless he's going to be at Mania, unless you're just lying to people without directly lying. Wouldn't Rock Roman be on a show to make the show feel bigger? It could be, but also you put the biggest matches ever on that as well. I see what you mean to Mel, for sure. Like, if you want to make SummerSlam be like, oh, God damn, this is a show that I've got to pay attention to every single year. Yeah, because WWE certainly has maximized all their pay-per-views that are PLEs that they can. So then put Roman and Cody, then people at SummerSlam and people will be like, oh, damn, I got to tune in because I'm pretty sure probably today Cody's finally going to finish his story. We are two hours in and Margaret Thatcher is sending us super chats. Either it's Roman Dwayne day one, Cody winner day two, Phil doesn't make the event or Phil main events day one, Rock day two, Cody doesn't main event. There's an odd man out here. Unless, listen. Unless they find a money in the bank situation, because The Rock being the advertised main event of Mania is just fine. He doesn't need to technically close Mania. If Cody slid right in after The Rock and Roman Reigns go 10 minutes and Rock's over there (laughs) and wins, then you'll have people say, well, Roman just wrestled a match. To be fair, Rock Roman is pred- as predictable as Roman and Cody. Roman versus Cody isn't even predictable. I if still they believe- run it back, yes, it is, Sean. I don't believe that. I don't yes, believe that. If they run it back, it. it has to be. You think they would do that to Cody two years in a row? Yep. Bro, that would be really messed up. At that point, Triple don't H- even do it. That would Triple be so H messed is- up. Triple H is the same guy that said, oh, and if things don't change, me and my friend Mark, well, we'll stop watching. Um, just now catching up 0% chance. Dom getting booed is fake. Jordan Scott says Cody Roman night one semi main punk Seth night one main event rock Roman night two main event. I said that earlier too. And you said, no, (sighs) here's another option. Rock Roman night two Cody Roman two at SummerSlam Cody Roman three at mania 41. (laughs) Buddy, I do my not, mind. I don't want to do this shit. I don't want to do this. Brock, it's all looking like listen, a blur to me now. Listen, guys, I don't want to do this. This <laughs> fucking Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns bullshit, where we've got years long of the biggest shows main evented by the same damn people, the same damn people. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. Fifth ever or fifth super chat ever. Fun discourse, kind of fun. I mean, I have luck. Listen. A good night or a bad night of wrestling beats a good night of anything else for me. And this was a good night of wrestling. Sean, why did you dismiss my freaking idea? I already said what should happen. 
go to I hell. already said Rock Roman Rock Roman WrestleMania Seth Rollins CM Punk WrestleMania Roman Cody SummerSlam. That's it. Problem solved. Call Triple H. Let him know I said that. No, One, 12 in the morning. Problem you solved. Shut your mouth. Jake Salazar says, Cody, next week. I'd like to think this company would be better after Triple H is dead, but the fact that it'll be taken over by his wife and the rest of his stupid family. This super chat was almost an hour ago. After Rock versus Roman at Mania, Cody pulls a Hogan Mania 9 and finishes the story in a one-minute match. That's what I fear with the money in the bank situation. That's what I fear. You know, it's funny because hearing you say, hearing you and me and the Super Chatters and everyone say Rock, Roman, Cody, all of these people are now sounding like algebra to me. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> this is like A squared plus B squared equals C squared. I'm done. Luis is sitting here looking at the time on this, probably thinking, damn, I could have made bank tonight. Yeah, I know. Let's go for a third hour, bro. Let's go. I'm so torn. Would love to see Rock versus Roman, but not for the belt. I agree. Pre-match stare down has the potential of competing with Rock Hogan one, Rock Cena one. Yep, I completely agree there as well. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Hold on. Let me check my super chats. Oh, you sons of bitches. Last one, I promise. Brock Roman 6, night one. <laughs> you know what? That's it. That's the I'm one. Let's spark, go. Brock versus I'm about Roman. To spark up on the air right now. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's it. Brock versus. You know, keep them going, guys. Keep them going. Sean, we're rolling into like, I don't even know when I get paid for this anymore. We've never gone into this it's, scenario. It's at least double. Yeah, I'm, I know I'm at double now, so. Is Denise getting her bonus? Yeah, she is. She is at double time. Would you all shut up? Carolina, damn you. I shut it up 30 minutes ago. I stopped talking to let you get through the Super Chats. Please leave a thumbs up if you're watching this video. Please, on YouTube, leave a comment or something. Carolina says, Roman beats Rock in 10 seconds. Then Paul takes the mic saying the tro tribal chief is feeling generous. And then, bam, Cody. You know what? I don't hate it. But it's 10, 14 p.m., so maybe I'm not functioning. I don't think Actually, they I would am do, functioning. I don't <laughs> think they would do a squash of Roman over no. Rock. I think they do a squash of Cody over Roman, maybe. Everyone's name is sounding the same to me. I can't even decipher the difference anymore. This person agrees with Denise. Cody versus Roman at SummerSlam. Why? They keep just rolling in, guys. Brian Winsel, Denise, what are your thoughts on Rock and Cody? It, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it if that was happening next year, but not this year. That's but not yeah, the I mean, story the, right now. The attraction is Rock Roman. Yes, exactly. I wouldn't hate it if we got uh, Rock and Cody at some other time period. <laughs> I'm getting notifications that people are like sending their 10th super chats of tonight. Mosey says, what if we have Cody and Roman fight twice at Mania? Roman fights The Rock. Cody fights Randy. They both win a night two. Roman, Cody, Cody wins. Roman's main eventing. Roman main events little pay-per-views that he does in tag matches for no titles. He's main eventing. That's it. Um, and also, you can't count on people wrestling twice at Mania. B-Sweet, like, what, what's the point even? He Joseph McBride, as of now, is the last... I would laugh my ass super off if we just got a bunch of super chats that said yeet. 
Trani, thank you. I'm Son, you don't make... even sleep anyways, man. There's times where I log on I and haven't. it's like, and I look and I'm like, the fudge is Sean still doing up, bro? Go to sleep. Then HP just got five more super chats. I'm kidding. Really. Are they, do they say yeet? Do they say no. yeet? <laughs> they do not. Yeet, yeet. I hate that word, by the way. I don't Rock even like that word. Rock versus punk. Long-term storytelling, brother. That ain't going to happen, but I appreciate you, Patrick. Denise, great outfit. Did you prepare for this stream? Um, What? <laughs> What is that supposed to mean? That seems like a backhanded thing. Somebody I've worn says, this outfit like a zillion times. This is my. This is the outfit I've most worn on any podcast. This is my. I need something flowy and breezy, but if I want to overeat for the day, I still can because it's not tight. You missed my super chat about Triple H's announcement. I don't believe I did. Crazy. It, it shows up in the starred section. Uh, we uh, Sean. Read, not all super chats appear on the starred section. It's a glitch. All of that ours do. Okay, well then don't believe me. I've seen auto, it happen. We have the auto star super chats option. Fine, don't believe me. Don't no believe yeet. me. Uh, but we read like three of them like that. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't turn off super chats because I like to run a profitable business and Jimmy deserves a return on his investment that he lost six figures on for years. Jason said, speaking of it being late, agree or disagree. Have the P PLEs begin earlier in the day, like 4 or 5 p.m. I like them doing it at convenient times locally. Like, I like them doing it at the Australia time appropriate, Japan time appropriate, UK time appropriate. But I don't think that 3, 4, 5 is, is fair. You know what? I, I would be fine with it because the UK could watch it on time. People in on the West Coast could watch it early afternoon. Bro, please leave the times as is. I love watching pay-per-views at five. All right. Brian's I ain't saying, about to screw myself and the West Coast people. Brian saying any WWE that go to WWE. Brian, buddy, I don't know what that one means. Or maybe I just can't read at this point. <laughs> Bro, I just got a text that says, bruh. I don't even know what that means. Trani says, doesn't Aussie government want Rock Roman in Perth? Yes, they could. And that could change a lot of things. The tourism board can change an awful lot of things. Money talks, buddy. Money. Super Swerve. Gunther wins the Rumble. Main events both nights. Let's Gunther go. Is, Gunther is my favorite performer in the world. I just had an epiphany a couple weeks ago. I'm like, this guy is the perfect pro wrestler. He's my favorite to watch. Him and Siri Kondo. Uh, Wraith says, Cody next week. But the fact that Dwayne is in the main event of WrestleMania this year, and I'm not, makes me sick. Wait, say that again? <laughs> what? I just read it, Denise. I know, but you read it, but I didn't register it. A Cody That's Rock your Reigns, problem. A Cody not Rock mine. Reigns. A Cody Rock Reigns main of, would be good, but The Rock could appoint Cody as a top guy after. Throw Cody in with Punk Rollins or Rock Reigns. Now, I don't want a triple threat. Joseph McBride, you, you read this one, Denise. There you go. I'm gonna scroll. I just read I it. Any. Was that not read the one that you read before? No. This is a new one? Oh, you didn't tell me that. Okay, I thought I was reading the previous one. Please go ahead. Says Throwy coat throw Cody in with Punk Rollins or Rock Reigns. A Cody Rock Reigns. <laughs> this is starting to sound like Brock Paper Scissors. A Cody Rock Reigns main event would be a good build and Rock could appoint Cody as the top guy after. I just said I wouldn't want a main event. That was my response to this one. Sorry, I thought I was reading the one you just read. I am Pretty sure that I've read all the super chats because again, they, they all get auto starred over here. So I have to unstar them in order to take them off. Um, 
And then this son of a bitch, Brian, says, it's bruv, not bro. What's a good WWE wrestler that could go to AEW? Ooh. What's a good WWE wrestler that could go to AEW? Um... There's long. This is too long of a silence, Sean. I don't know. I don't know. I, I could say Drew. I could say Drew because Drew has shown that he can get over big time outside. How about Kevin Owens and Sheamus? I, Kevin Owens. Sheamus, yeah, Sheamus. Sheamus would be good too. Sheamus would be good. Paper covers rock. The end. Well, guys, we have reached the end. Damn it, we have reached the end because I don't believe there are any more Humper chats here. And if there are, for some reason we missed any. Listen, I have slept less than eight hours combined since Friday night. And this son of a bitch is sending me rock, paper, scissors for the Mania 40 main event. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I live there. Please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. If you try it, I promise you, you will like it. Today on Fightful Select alone. What? Do I get two hours plus the extra eight minutes or how does that work? No. <laughs> Crazy says you. I don't get paid for these nine minutes. I'm out. FightfulSelect.com today alone had the memo to WWE talent and staff about Nick Khan. It had that CM Punk was backstage at the show, that The Rock was going to show up tonight. That's a big one. That Mercedes Monet likely headed to AEW. It had the WWE Raw plans. It had my Backstage Report podcast. It had Steven Jensen's Weekender. And it had Alex Pawlowski's Sour Graps. That was just today, and it only cost $5 a month. That's worth the whole month right there. $54 a year if you want to subscribe annually, which we, of course, encourage. It is the best way to support us. I promise you, if you try it once, you're going to love it. We have a great community. After WrestleMania, that's where I'm largely going to be communicating with people. So check it out. And Misfit Wrestling Podcast, you are, you're gross for sending that super chat this late at night. Guys. Until next Sean. time. <laughs> I better get paid for these 10 minutes because that was an extra We're long out. plug. Bye. Wait. Dude, come on. Just what kidding. We We're out. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.